Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to read Matthew 4, verse 17. That's right, just one verse. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the first time Jesus preaches. Kerusain is the Greek word. He began to preach, and his first sermon is a pretty short one, which is a lesson for pastors everywhere, um, particularly me. Metanoia, he says. Repent. Change your thinking. That's what the word metanoia means. Change your thinking. Well, what does Jesus ask people to change their thinking about? about the kingdom of heaven. Repent, he says, change your thinking. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, I was taught repentance was similar to remorse. I'm supposed to feel really bad about what I did, and in turn, uh, never do it again. But in this definition of repentance, that feeling really bad about something and not wanting to do it again, uh, it's my emotions that are piqued. I feel bad. I'm sorry I did it. And my emotions give way to behavior. I won't do it again. Moreover, in this definition of repentance, I am the central subject. I feel a certain way, therefore I choose to do something different. But that's not what Jesus has in mind at all. When he tells people to change their thinking, repent, he says, change your thinking. It's not related to their emotional state. He doesn't say feel differently about the kingdom of heaven. He says think differently about it. Think differently about the kingdom of heaven. In what sense? It's come near. God has come near. God is present. Jesus' repentance has nothing to do with my emotions. It has everything to do with my acceptance of a fact. God is drawn near. And I'm not the central subject of this fact. God is. See, the kingdom of God has come, whether you like it or not, Jesus seems to say. He's here. He's one. You can't stop it. I don't care what you feel about it. You either accept it or you don't. See, this form of repentance that we see here in this preaching, it's like a paradigm shift. It is a seismic upheaval. It's almost akin to when Copernicus finally won out and the world acknowledged, oh shoot, The sun doesn't revolve around us. We revolve around the sun. Like everything changes. We question everything. And then a flood of emotions and implications start flowing out of that. It's like the first time you hear someone say, I love you, who's not your mom or dad. And you feel something, yes, but it's more than that. See, this fact that someone loves you, that someone desires you, that fact has altered your world. It is a paradigm shift. You've repented. You've changed your thinking about the world. It's not a bad place after all. There's life and song. The gospel, whether Jesus speaking to you or you to your friends, is almost like this. God doesn't care what you think about him. That's harsh, but that's true. 
In a sense, God doesn't care what you think about him. He's come back. He's here. That's a fact. He's returned to his world. And nothing can stop him. Either join him or don't. But in a sense, he doesn't care whether you've wished the sun revolved around the earth. He doesn't care how hard it is for you to grasp. It's the truth of the universe. Accept it or don't. It doesn't matter what you feel about it. You'll learn what to feel about it in time. But it's the fact of the universe. See, what Christianity offers is not on par with other religions and other religious experiences because it's not about you. It's not about me. I'm not a Christian because it makes me feel a certain way. I'm not a Christian because it's about my religious experience and my spiritual growth. I'm a Christian because I've accepted the fact of the universe that God has come near in Jesus. That's changed everything. That's, that's produced a paradigm shift in my thinking. It doesn't matter what I feel about it. I'll learn what to feel about it in time. It's the central fact that has changed everything. All that matters, I, I love something C.S. Lewis says to paraphrase. He goes, it is of no importance what we feel about God. It is of infinite importance what he feels about us. And apparently he thinks a great deal of us because he thought enough of us and the world to come near. Now, what would that look like to allow this knowledge, this form of repentance, to utterly change our understanding of what God is asking of you? First and foremost, he's not asking you to behave differently, not at first. He's not asking you to feel differently. He's asking you to allow the deep consequences of this fact change your thinking about him and about the world. He's come near. He's here. He's won the war. The world is his and will be his. We don't have to be afraid anymore of anything, even death. What would it look like to live without fear? We don't have to convince anyone of anything. That's his job. What would it look like to be honest about the gospel? That it's not about what I feel about him. It's about <laughs> recognizing that it's true. The story's true. Jesus is God, and God has come near to reclaim his world. What would it look like to not have to worry about whether God will accept us or not? Because he's already drawn near. He was killed and was raised to life. He's accepted us. He continues to accept us, and not on our own merit, but on his actions. What would it look like to live in the freedom that heaven has accepted us? What would it look like to know that repentance starts not with you, nor with what you feel about yourself, nor with what you feel about God? It starts with beholding Jesus, allowing the fact of his story to shape your worldview. Think differently about God because he's walking among us right now. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.